Welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. So glad you can join in today. And it is my pleasure to interview my dear wife on this episode of Explore the Word. So I hope you'll tune in, listen in well. She has lots of wisdom to give. So uh, we're going to start right off with uh, some questions, uh, just like other interviews I've done. So um, where are you originally from? And when did you accept Christ as your Savior? And then from that, what was the transition into Bible college or ministry? Okay. Um, So I was born and raised in Hamilton, Ontario. And I lived there right up until I went to Bible college at Faithway. Um, I remember my mom and my grandma saying I was saved at a younger age, but I couldn't remember. So um, around, I think, 12, I went to talk to my pastor's wife about assurance of salvation. Um, It was something that I really struggled with, um, knowing that I was saved, but... I started to memorize some scripture verses, um, and then when Satan would make me feel like I wasn't saved, I would quote scripture verses, um, because God wants us to be assured of our salvation. Um, It was 1996 that I went uh, to Faithway, and I was there for four years. All right, so during that time at Bible College, um, you were interested in missions, if I can remember, but you were willing to do whatever God would lead your heart to do. Um, yes, that was correct. Uh, growing up, I was always involved in music, piano lessons, all that wonderful stuff. So when I went to Bible college, I kind of did like a complete 360. <laughs> so I didn't go in as a music major. I went into like church ministries, missions, all that wonderful stuff. Um, before that, uh, at the age of 16, I, I went on a missions trip. I even went to Camp Emmy because um, I, I really just wanted to do what the Lord wanted me to do. But the next year, I got to go on missions trips to Nicaragua and Costa Rica, and that really you know, changed my life. Awesome. So in what ministries so you've been in church uh for a long time with your family uh what ministries have you been involved with over the years uh in different local churches so since the age of 12 i've played the piano in church so if somebody wants to do the math on that one it's been quite a while (laughs) yes a few years um i've done that i was involved in hamilton in the, the choir Um, helping with that I also worked in Sunday school teaching kids um, assisting um, back in Hamilton but then um, in Bible college I was really still involved in the music program in Hamilton and then when we moved to Newfoundland um, music programs um, Sunday school ladies ministry you know Kind of wherever there was a need, fellowships. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a pastor's wife, you obviously you do get your uh, hands involved with all kinds of ministries. But this question's a little bit different for a pastor's wife, and uh, maybe some people have thought about it before. I don't know. Uh, but what are some of the hardest things that you have to deal with as being the pastor's wife? <laughs> 
There's a million dollar question. Um, I think people's expectations, um, you know, people, everybody has met a pastor or a pastor's wife. So therefore they have expectations on what they think you should be like or act or what you should do or, you know, different things like that. So people's expectations, I think um, another um, hard thing is, yes, obviously you you share your husband with the, the church, so to speak, you know, because he's on call 24-7. But um, I think the hardest thing is wanting to help people and them not wanting your help or you invest a lot in people and then they just leave the church. They don't give you the time of day. They don't, they just turn and walk away. So Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the hardest things, but, um, or those few things, but I think at the end of the day, you have to grasp pretty early on that who you're doing it for. Mm -hmm. If you're not serving and doing all your work for the Lord, like people will disappoint and you'll disappoint people um, mm-hmm. too. That's right. So I think that has to be your main focus. So at the end of the day, when you pillow your head, you've done your best for the Lord and that's all you can, you can ask. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so 2020, we're a couple days away from being done and we're excited about that. And uh, 2021 new horizons as such. And COVID this year. What are some of the things that you have learned during this COVID situation? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't want to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) And the kids joke that, uh, I don't know, um, during the lockdown, the first lockdown, um, I I bought a fleet of watercraft. So, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no, let's be, we don't own a yacht or anything. We should be uh, careful here, like uh, paddle boards and kayaks. But I think I was tempted at the beginning to, well, not tempted. I wanted to make it as normal for the kids as possible. Mm-hmm. So I looked for ways to, you know, just do things that we were allowed to do. So, you know, found great deals on these kayaks and paddles and stuff like that and I remember loading them all in the car and finding out the bodies of water were closed due to COVID (laughs) (laughs) it's the plan didn't exactly work but um eventually a few weeks later they did open some um up and we had some fun all summer long that way um what have I learned during COVID I filled out more paperwork to go see my mom and you know can't get into my dad's building without a weekly covid test so you meet him in the parking lots um i think that i guess the main thing to i remind myself during the covid that this is not going to be forever this will pass Mm -hmm. like and then ultimately um again my faith and my trust is in the lord not in everything around me and all the circumstances and I definitely have to pray for wisdom to keep my attitude in check and you know just putting one foot in front of the other each day oh that's fair enough yes and we've had lots of fun on those kayaks out on some local lakes lots of fun that's for sure great time with family even though it has been a smaller circle of family 
Uh, so just to kind of clue up uh, on our little interview here, um, can you think of some great moments in ministry that uh, really you could see the Lord working it out? It really made an impact in your life and your faith. Um, that kind of scenario, um, something that really sticks out in your mind. Oh my! I think there'd be lots of times, but I remember early on when we first got married. Um, I remember at Christmas time, the first Christmas, I went and bought something, but I didn't realize that you hadn't given the tithes and offerings yet, so I had to return it. And I was kind of disappointed because, you know, that was the Christmas gift I got for you. But I remember, you know, how the Lord provided and I was able to go back and get the gift again. And I remember numerous times, you know, just his provision for us um, financially. Um, I think when we moved up here, like about the real estate agent mm -hmm. talking about, oh my, we looked at so many houses to buy and... This one was um, priced to uh, start a bidding war. And you were like, oh, no, we're going to church and that's uh, on Wednesday night. And uh, we'll come make the offer after with the real estate agent. And she said, well, you don't don't get your hopes up. It'll be gone. Right. And we went to church prayer meeting, came back after made the offer. Not another person made an offer on this house. And I remember her commenting, well, this is a miracle, kind of a Lord's Lord's thing. Mm -hmm. But I guess the the victories like stand out. Um, they definitely outweigh the uh, the pain along the way because you think of people getting saved or um, you know people getting right with the Lord, people serving. You know, mm -hmm. just everyday victories. Yeah, that's right. It, uh, it's not always the big, massive ones that make the biggest impact. It's the daily, day to day grind to see the Lord provide and. Uh, help us through situations and helping people. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, so I do thank you for getting up so early on this day to do this podcast. <laughs> She's shaking her head at me right now. <laughs> but at any rate, we're so glad that you did come on. And I hope this has been encouragement to everybody. And this will be the last podcast for 2020. And it uh, has been a great year. I mean, I just started this about uh, six months ago. And actually, this is the 49th episode of uh, Explore the Word. So that's pretty amazing. Uh, so I hope you have a great start to 2021. And uh, we look forward to uh, continuing exploring the Word. Uh, as we start off in uh, the new year, we'll be looking at some uh, major doctrines on our podcast. So I hope you'll tune in for that. And again, thank you for tuning in uh, in all this year. And we sure do appreciate it. And have a great new year. And take care. God bless. And keep exploring the word.